Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Build your future with Trade Institute of Victoria. Triple M's Rush Hour, JB, Bill and Daisy Thomas. And we're joined now by podcaster, host of Fox Sports Cricket and Footy mm. and a Triple M Footy and a Triple M wow. Cricket commentator, Mark Howard. You can hear our next guest on Triple M Footy. Buddy joins the legend with a thousand goals. Triple M Cricket. Bowling. Live with a massive blow. And a little podcast that he doesn't talk about much. Australia's number one podcast, the Howie Games. I was on the Howie Games, that's right. <laughs> oh. Australia's number one. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, here we go. Please welcome Mark Howard. Absolutely, and fresh off calling the genuine socks off a BBL thriller Saturday night, the final it was. Howie, thanks for joining us. Oh, great to be joined by you. And just in the ad break, nice to see the way you two work. Bill was like, come on, Daisy, bring it, bring it. Just got a nice little pump up to bring it in the ad break. So he's obviously the leader of the ship. Jim, not there, Bill? No, no, you wouldn't believe this. He's on holidays. He's taken a month <laughs> off. He worked two weeks. Couldn't even actually do two full weeks. No. Nine days, I think it was. And now he's taken a month off. Uh, whereas you've been Eight working days. very, very hard, Mark. I have, Bill. I have. But uh, if you want to call it work, just travelling around talking about cricket. But I am now officially on holidays. But you, you mentioned uh, that Big Bash final. Uh, I've, you know, 10 years I've done of it, Bill, and Dave. So I reckon I must have done 200-plus games of Big Bash. Never seen a crowd like that. Never seen a last three overs like that. I, I thought the Heat were on the way to the world's biggest upset. And then your man, Cooper Connolly, the 19-year-old, oh. comes in with what Mitch Marsh described as a surf rat haircut yeah. and just started hitting... <laughs> How good was it? Oh, How good was it? Fantastic. And you're right. How many Perth kids would be walking around with that stupid haircut? But I was, I was speaking to a bloke who took his kids to the game, was sitting in the stands, and he'd been to the grand final a couple of years ago. He said, hands down, that was better than the grand final, the atmosphere and all that. And, of course, the Scorchers uh, winning helps. But he, he just couldn't believe it though, because they were gone. They were gone. They were out. And then Hobson and the surf rat, old Connolly, just got him over the line. <laughs> Yeah, it was incredible. Like, and I felt on the western side, it was about nine thousand degrees. Yeah, I reckon yeah. in the grandstand, and they were wilting, and so they were a bit <laughs> quiet. Then the sun went down, and they might have had a couple of lights, and then it fired. Like, it fired right up. That to see a kid of nineteen years yeah. of age play for the Australian Australia under nineteen is to come out and do that. When Mark War. The world's straightest cat yes. gets starts getting excited and smacking you on the leg and go, whoa, you, you know something <laughs> amazing is happening. And, and old Connolly, I don't think you could believe it in the post-game, but well done. They're, you know, five titles now. They, they are uh, they're an unbelievable cricket team, the Scorchers. It was incredible because the Heat were given no chance. Scorchers were sitting steer job and then yeah. to have them genuinely on the ropes, yes. phenomenal comeback. Yeah, it was. Um, unbiased commentary. Gilly was going off his chops. Yes, he <laughs> the side was going off. It was like the West Australian Mafia over there. But, you know, I, I'm sure you saw the headlines in the West Aussie in the morning about a team of nobodies. And and uh, I don't generally think about what I'm going to say, but I thought in my head when Brisbane win, I've got to go for something about um, nobodies that are somebodies. And I thought, this is real Ooh. crisp. And then I never got to oh. use it. Bill, did you have it written down, ready to go? No, I just sort of oh. had it in the back of my head, committee style. Oh. And, and you know how Ian Bishop, Ian Bishop famously went about Carlos Brathwaite, remember, remember the, the name? name. Well, I thought, Bill, I'm going to go remember their names, all their oh. names. I thought, this is, 
this is elite work. And then your man Cooper Connolly, the surf rat, surf just rat. blows me out of the water. So I just so you had nothing. You're going the other way and had nothing. That's right. <laughs> hey, what about the first test starts Thursday? Good Ooh. timing too over here. Now tell me, you know what's going on with the Australian team. You've got every, all of them on your podcast, which is called the Howie mm. Games. You, if you don't know, we'll talk mm. about that later. Now, <laughs> I was running out of breath. Did you run out of breath? Yeah, I did yeah. run out of breath. <laughs> is Hazelwood going to play? Yes or no, please, Howie? Well, I don't think so. I don't know. But just reading about the Achilles, and he's had injuries over the last year yes. and a half. He's missed a lot of test cricket with those side issues. I, I if it comes down to it, Bill, like it did at the end of the summer, do you go with a debatable Hazelwood or a fit Boland? Oh. I think you go with a Boland. Yep. He's such a reliable man. The question is the wild one out of the West, Lance yep. Morris, who um, over the summer, I was lucky enough to be down in the nets when Brian Lara was facing Rashid Khan. It, it, one of the more extraordinary things I've seen, Bill, Lara was hitting him around, but in the <laughs> net next to us, yep. the wild one, was sending him down to Marcus Harris, and he is seriously fast. Yeah. He's your 145, 148 style of man. So it'll just depend what type of setup they want to go with. Yep. I think Hazelwood's doubtful. Murphy's the one, though. This is the bit Tom I don't understand Murphy. about cricket. Wow. Yeah, well, this is the bit I don't understand, Bill and yeah. Days, because they say they want a difference. They want um, Swepson to move it away as yeah. a leg spinner or Agar to bowl left arm moving away because Lyon obviously spins it back into the right-hander. Uh, for me, if you've got two gun-off spinners, I, I don't care if they bowl the same stuff. They're yeah. both still really good. So I'd like to see the young fella get a go because he's a bit of an excitement package. He's a lot taller than you think. He's a sort of skinny-style operator, so it'd be good for all the skinny men of Australia to see him get up as well. <laughs> Where's glasses? Let's help him yes, see, Bill. he does. He does. Easier to see when he knocks over Virat Kohli how he got him out, Bill. <laughs> the issue with Agar is that he's still yet to move one away from anybody, yeah, but yeah, uh, maybe yeah. over there on the subcontinent might be a touch easier. You're speaking of Brian Lara, of course. Must have been a great mm. thrill to work with him. We have a little yes. clip of that, actually. Good afternoon to Brian Taylor and Merv Hughes. G'day, Brian. Good day. Oh, boy. Wow, we. I was listening good. along in the car, and I nearly yeah, he so swerved dumb. off the side of the road. I've gone, he's gone to Brian Taylor there. I was waiting to see if the Prince pulled you up, yeah. politely just moved on with it. True professional. I'll tell you a story about the Prince to take you behind the scenes. So day four of the second test versus the West Indies. So I've been working with the Prince for eight days at this stage, Bill. I've been out, had a couple of yeah. drinks with him. I've he had dinner with him. He likes to get out. <laughs> He does, yes. He, he, he goes right out, as opposed to me, who knocks off pretty early. So he's a good man, and, you know, I'm very happy to be spending time with him, and he calls me Howie the whole time. We have a production meeting uh, before day four of the second test, and it says, and our producer says on the rundown, Mark Howard out on the ground with Brian Lara. Ooh. I'm standing next to Brian, and he says, Howie, Who's this Mark Howard bloke? Oh, no. <laughs> he's a flat I thought I was getting somewhere, and he didn't even know it was me. I said, Brian, that's me. He's like, oh, I thought your name was just Howie. So there's me, Brian Lara story for you. Well, there's a level up. Hey, mate, hang around. Plenty more to chat to you, including the Howie Games number one Australian sporting podcast after the break. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Oh, that's the Warris. I'll tell you about the Warris later on. Bill! What? Not a walrus. What is it? It's a walrus. There's an L in there. Wall. Russ. <laughs> 
JB Bill with Daisy Thomas. This is Triple M's Rush Hour. Mark Howard has stuck around. By the way, a new episode of the Howie Games featuring Pat Cummins Ooh. drops this Thursday. And the Howie Games has had over 10 million downloads in the last 12 months. That is why, Rabbits, it is Australia's number one sports podcast and the number one podcast spoken about on this very channel by this very man. So mm. <laughs> a little bit of self-promotion there, Howie, every chance. But how's it all going? Because I... I did text you after the Jim Nance episode and said I thoroughly enjoyed it. You've had some bloody good guests. Yeah, I have. It's a privilege. I'm coming to you from the Howie Games studio down in Howie Gamefield at Bowen Heads. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I, Jim Nance, um, superstar and, you know, the, the number one golf commentator, NFL commentator in the world, laboured on pretty thick. He's like, Howie, great to see you. Great to be on your show. He's got no idea who I am what the show is. Brian Lara. No, it's got... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, going well at the moment. Had a really interesting chap on. I don't know if you've had him on the rush hour. Harry Garside, the boxer. Yeah. Fascinating, fascinating young man um, who does a lot for young people. But Paddy Cummins comes out this Ooh. Thursday. And Bill, everybody loves him because he's perfect, Pat. The way he bowls, the way he looks, the way well, he treats people. Do they all love him? They Well, most people love him, Bill. But, yes. but if you're a bit unsure, yes. if you're a bit unsure, I'm going to play some audio which will make you fall in love with Paddy Cummins even more. So Paddy had two older brothers, and they used to play rep cricket when Paddy was too young to play. But Paddy used to tag along for the ride, Ramsey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, cricket I didn't really watch. You know, I'd get bored, but it was for the afternoon teas. So, <laughs> so I'd, I'd, I'd sink a good 10 hours investment just to get my afternoon tea. What were you into? Everything. I would be first lining up and then this is like... And you weren't even playing. No. And you're the front of the queue. In front of the queue. That's ballsy. I like yeah. that. And um, it, it, I did it. I got away with it a few times until mum and dad found out and were horrified and it's still so embarrassed. I'd go and line up. I'd gorge myself and then I'd feel so sick. I'd actually go and make myself sick oh, no. and then I'd be straight back in the line. Right. <laughs> and it's only a 20-minute window right. tea. you got to get it in quick. And mum and dad had no idea until they saw me one time and I like... I was, it caught me by surprise every time when I was having my 20th Leamington and suddenly I started <laughs> yeah. to feel sick. But... Yeah, that is so true because always a beautiful spread and all the cricketers, mm. they need an egg sandwich or a Leamington or something. Nothing worse than a bloke not involved eating it all. Like, good <laughs> That's level exactly cricket. right. A good level cricket, you get a nice spread. The old draw in thirds, not so oh, much. Just the, Tim Tams. The shapes and the Tim yeah, Tams. Yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> this, this is one of the great untold stories of COVID. Everyone was talking about you couldn't get out and about. When cricket came back, there was no afternoon teas. Oh. So, like, for the last year playing for Bowen Heads, there was no teas. But I'll be interested to know what you blokes took. At uni, when I was a bit tight for funds, I'd always take a, either a box of chicken in a biscuits or the old 12 donuts from Coles yeah. for $1.80. Magnificent bill. Yeah. Or the chocolate mud cake on special that had been there yes. for a week. Cut it up, divide that up 12 ways. Well, mum used to make a beautiful curried egg sandwich. So oh, that's a treat. Oh, yeah. And I'd eat a couple on the way, of course, so then would be half four when you put it out there. But you're right. The afternoon teas were magnificent there. Hey, it's all happening down at Bow and Heads, my friend. The Vic Open, you'll be heading down there? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm playing in the – I'm not a big golfer. I'm playing in the Pro-Am, um, invited by Brian Andrews, the man down here that runs the local brewery. He Bar runs Ed's, uh, brewing co, that's <laughs> Yeah, that's sponsoring the tournament. So I'm playing in the Pro-Am. The last time I played in it was three years ago. I'm okay. I don't hit the ball very far, obviously, but I was playing with a lovely lady out of Seoul, South Korea, and we got on the – she didn't speak a great deal of English. And on the first, you know, you, you just want to get it past the ladies' yes, tee. Yes. I, I didn't get it off the oh, men's no. tee. And, and I just heard this South Korean just go, 
Oh, and we had to go through another another 18 holes. But, yeah, playing, and, and it's great. There's people down here, you know, the Cadell Road Race was through here a couple of weeks ago, Bill. So mm. the Vic Open, the men and women play together. Right. So, um, yeah, don't come to Bowen Heads, but nah. watch, it on, watch it on the telly. You've had a big summer. You've got a little bit of time off, mate. What's in store now? Oh, we're going to Costa Rica, Daisy, on a family Ooh. surf trip. Wow. So head nice. off there next week take the kids out of school and just relax before the footy season because it's it's been a big summer with the world cup so go there get some waves spend some time with my beautiful wife and kids it'll be fun oh good work that'll be fantastic you deserve that and so does she by the way hey uh number one mm. sports podcast the howie games mm. how did that pilot mm. that me and you and who was it gary ablett ever do whatever happened to that bill we, we haven't released that that's oh. a, that's a new podcast concept oh right that He's just bubbling away. Right. There's a few more episodes. That'll probably launch this year, Bill, and you're going to make a packet out of it. Trust me. Well, no, it will happen two years ago, and I haven't heard a I thing. Think I so. rece- did I receive texts about that? Oh. Well, we, I, I don't want to give too much away, but <laughs> all I'll say is if you think the Howie Games is good, yeah. this next concept is right. going to blow your hair right off your head if you had any, Bill. But yeah, I don't, Bill, we're not meant to bring that up, you idiot. Oh, sorry. I'll just, I'll just Embargo, worry. Bill. I hadn't heard, hadn't heard anything for three years. You just think, well, maybe. But it, Hey, Howie, you're a bloody star, Triple M star, cricket star, footy star. Well done. And enjoy your holiday, my friend. I will. Great to see you all. Have a safe afternoon. Thanks for having me on the show. And never forget that uh, the Howie Games is Australia's number one sport. <laughs> and you can <laughs> grab it on the Listener app, including the brand new episode with Pat Cummins dropping this Thursday. Mark Howard on the Rush Hour. Triple M. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Start on your way to becoming a registered builder with the Trade Institute of Victoria. Head to tiv.vic.edu.au. RTO 21920.